Lunchbox. Some interesting stuff going on in the chat here. Yeah, it is funny because what's happening... Oh, we're sorry. I should probably start, like, in the middle. Uh, so, we're <laughs> just talking about how this is really the hottest summer. Like they just said, the, the, the uh, NOAA, North... What is it? National Oceanic Atmospheric and Atmospheric Association. Is that right? NOAA? N-O-A-A. Anyway, they were just saying how this is the hottest month on human record. Uh, and it's true. It's being driven by incredible heat, like in the southwest and the southwest of Ch- or southeast of China and stuff like that. Like, just incredible temperatures. And if you saw the news yesterday, you saw that water temperatures near Key West in Florida were uh, over 100 degrees, which is pretty much heavier than any shower I take. Uh, in in the in the, in the summer, uh, but yeah. Uh, so Bill brings up a good point. What's funny is that extreme weather, right, isn't just heat. It, it and and like I I've said for as long as I can remember how horrible Democrats are at you know labeling stuff. Like when they called stuff like global warming, like the immediate pushback on that first snowstorm was like oh, global warming. I don't think so. Right. Cuz global warming is accurate but doesn't explain the problem to people that don't understand science or life. So it's really climate change and what is actually happening is because it's actually global warming. What's happening is these systems, these storm systems are having so much more energy in them that you they can do way more damage over larger swaths. Like if you have smart, smaller air systems, sometimes they can only be over the continental United States, only land. And you know what's not on land? Oceans. But if you have longer and bigger these storm systems, you can grab moisture from the oceans because you know what's in oceans? Water. Right. So you can pull that stuff together, which is why you're getting stuff like we had the other day where we had this torrential amount of rain. And like Bill says in the chat, like it, it almost brought us out of this drought. Like, dude, that's just like one storm system that did that. And it's been happening in like uh, Utah because they were having this problem with the Great Salt Lake. But then they had this decade you know, once in once in a decade level of rainstorms. So what they did is they just funneled all the street water into the Great Salt Lake, and it got you know billions of gallons of water. And it's not like it fixed the Great Salt Lake, but it certainly reversed what was happening over the course of the year. And they're probably going to look to do stuff like that for the Colorado River because the Colorado River is running out of water. But I even remember as a kid when I would be out in Colorado visiting my dad, you had to do alternate days of, of watering your lawn, and it was like a heavy fine if you violated that. And people here in the north. So like, what? Why do I have to meter my water? Aren't we on an island? Yeah, man, but we're out of potable water most of the time because it's too goddamn hot. But hey, you don't want to see it that way, then yeah, put your blinders on. But also, just don't talk anymore. That's what I'm missing. And I keep saying that, too. Like, do you remember when stupid people just didn't speak out loud? And when they did, you all recognized her because she was the drunk girl at the bar? I know I do. And I miss those days because we all laughed at her. We're like, ah, oh, Tiffany, you're drunk go home. But now it's like half of the people that are speaking out loud are saying things that are incorrect. And it's like, hey, man, why don't you tamp that down? And they're like, I can't because uh, my other dumb buddy over here says I'm right. So I must be right. And that is the sign of a totally dumb person. But I'm going to shut up now because I've got some newish I prevail. We might as well just kick this pig a little bit. Hard Rock Lunch Box. All right, Melissa sent in absolute trash for this week's uh, Mel's Musical Moment, so let's just get it out of the way now. Uh, it is just just horrendous, but it's still funny, so I laughed. Maybe you will, too. Hard Rock Lunch Box. 
Ah, such a good one from Census Fail. So, yeah, I didn't bring up the whole, I don't even know how you pronounce his name, the Jason Aldean. I Honestly, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, but I've been seeing something about it. I've actually, like, just heard a couple of posts or read a couple of posts and heard a couple of uh, things about it. But I really just haven't had time to follow up on kind of like, and I don't mean to be disrespectful, but like this nonsense. <laughs> like, um, so apparently, and I and I really should do my due diligence before I speak, but just briefly, like I know that there is a song that exists that apparently has some racist, racial overtones and it's about like how much... Like, we want America back to be in the way it used to be in a small town or try that in a small town and stuff. It's basically like what people have been saying for the past, I don't know, 10 years, probably even longer. Like, the the typical person in the small town of rural America does not like the way that the country is headed because it does not like, they do not like the way that society is headed. They want it to be the way they were they wanted they want things to be the way they were when they were in high school because that was quote unquote the best time of their lives right they're threatened by just about everything and and not to put race into it but it tends to be you know white lower middle class or just low class people in rural america they're just trying to hold on to what they have what they believe in a lot of them are church going folk or come from church going folk and they just they live in fear constantly because of what is being shown to them mainly through the media and what people tend to focus on which if you listen to the beginning of the show is going to be the extremes of our society like yeah if you only watched you know real lefty kind of stuff and postings and read that sort of stuff you'd be threatened by you know everyone's going to come make your kid gay uh the mexicans are coming for your jobs uh you know everyone's coming for your daughter and you know i, I don't i don't even know because i don't live in that mentality but I do know that it is fear-based, and they're afraid of the changes. But, but the things that they are wanting for a time that they're wanting for had a fair amount of problems to it. And if you look, and you look carefully, you'll see that the people that are speaking the loudest about this are the very same people who had it pretty good back then. So why wouldn't they want things to stay the same? Why would, you, why would they want to share all their things that are going well with others people are inherently selfish especially this the the lesser educated they're more afraid of the things that are coming after like their money their jobs their family their god their society their law and their pro you know what i mean like they're afraid of those things because they don't understand like you know really ignorance builds a lot of fear and it's understandable and it's knowable so, like, it is not surprising at all that people are going to resonate with something like that. What is funny to me is that people don't, like, just kind of own it. Like, the thing I saw just before signing on today is apparently that dude removed a whole clip about, like, from Black Lives Matter from his video. Like, okay, well, if it's not race-based, then why do that? Why even address it? Why include it? Why pull it out? You know what I mean? Like... You're catering at this point. And, you know, of course, you're seeing all the posts like, yeah, support him, blah, 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 all this other stuff. We shouldn't have these bands. Yeah, man, we shouldn't have these bands. Like, we really shouldn't. Like, I am not a big believer in cancel culture at all. And it shouldn't be, you know, kind of like societal or, or organized or anything like that. Like, if you don't want to follow somebody because you don't agree with what they say, great. Just go ahead and do that. Like, cancel culture, like, in that kind of idea like just 
just turn, like Howard Stern's been saying it for 40 years. You don't like what you're hearing, just turn the dial, turn it off, change to another station. Just do that. It's super, super, super simple to do. I mean, the only kind of issue that we have, and people are conflating what cancel culture is with stuff that may be kind of stuff that needed some corrections over the years. Like, it's super offensive, I think, for, you know, a town for for a town to have a football team called the Cleveland Indians. It's offensive because we have termed we have deemed the term Indians is offensive. And I'm saying that not because I'm saying the word Indians, I'm saying it because that's what it was just a few short years ago, right? Like they're clearly not trying to speak to Native Americans. The I I I put up what I thought was a very sensible thing. If you want to be the Cleveland Indians, then just change your mascot to somebody from Delhi, right? Like, that's fine, or Mumbai. Like, those those people are Indians. They're from India. It'd be like having the Cleveland Pakistanis, which I think would also be a very good idea. But nobody wanted to listen to me on that. That's not cancel culture. Do you know what I mean? It isn't. And some of the other stuff, like the Land of Lakes, uh, I guess it was the, the Native American on the Land of Lakes thing. Uh, they have Mrs. Butterworth. Uh, they had uh, Uncle Ben. Like these are misappropriations, and people can decide that for themselves. I mean, businesses, if they want to cater, they can cater. They shouldn't. It's silly and it's stupid. If the market isn't complaining about it enough of the market, then don't bother. But the people that speak on these things, like bans. Those are the people you really need to watch out for. And I realize that people on the left are going to be like, no, it's not okay because he's just, you know, celebrating race, racial relations in a small town. It's like, yeah, man, maybe he's writing what he knows about it. And that's okay because there are plenty of people out there still writing neo-Nazi propaganda that I would argue is worse. And this is without me even hearing the song. I'm telling you, there is just simply no reason to ban that kind of stuff. Just don't listen to it. Speak to it from what it is. Speak to speak to it about what it is and what it's like, and just move on. Because there's no real reason for the South to be banning books either, right? Like no book should be should be banned from you know. I mean, you can argue like what should be available to fifth or sixth graders. Uh, five or six year olds, depending on what they can read and all that other stuff. But that's that's an issue that I can't really take on here because it just takes way too much time. Um, it talks about like the advocating of parental responsibilities to the school, which is basically just an extension of the government. So if you're mad about your school taking liberties with your kid, it's because you're not taking your your job as a parent seriously enough. And if you want to argue that, man, I will go all day. Um, but. There's no real reason to do that. There's no real reason to ban it. There's no real reason to cancel anything. Like when they had the calls to cancel the Roseanne show because Roseanne was saying racist things on on Twitter. Like, yeah, man, what do you expect? Don't watch the show if it bothers you that much. Keep watching the show. They pulled that shit on The Mandalorian with the chick that was like super Trumpy and was posting about it. Like, good, fine, let her post about it. As far as I'm concerned, when you have people supporting stuff like this... In the open, what it does is it gives you a way and a reason and a rationale to kind of evaluate the people you know. A dear friend of mine actually said kind of after COVID started shutting everything down, just how more aware he was about the people around him and the kinds of people that were around him. And that's super true. I mean, I learned a huge lesson 
about the people that were around me and uh, the unbelievable ignorance and racism and all that stuff in the people that I consider to be good friends. Some of them are still good friends. It's a problem that they're ignorant and racist, and if they are going to get defiant about it in my face, well, they are going to get an earful back, and I am... Kind of like a hundred to zero for knockouts on those in-person arguments because you can't win them with me because if you're going to have them, you're going to be wrong because I'm not going to bother arguing something that I'm not right. I will tell you this though, and this is why it's so important because if you allow for those things to be public and there, and, and the risk is that people kind of in the middle are just going to get swayed, which is, was always my argument. Somebody's putting up, like, heavy right-leaning rhetoric, and I can challenge it. I'm just worried about the, you know, less informed people that I know making bad decisions because that's the only information they're getting. Put that aside for a second. In all of my conversations, personal and online and otherwise, um, over the past two years, and there's there's a real difference because of the, the two years. Over the past two years, I have not had a conversation or argument with a single Trump supporter somebody that's going to vote for him again that isn't actually a racist in the first two to three things that they say about why trump is so great it just is usually the in there the other two things are things that are incorrect usually about like how he won the election that's you know and he's going to fix elections no he's not i mean yes he is he's going to fix elections but you better air quote that shit but the rest of it is just it's racism xenophobia it's homophobia it's all that other stuff and that's exactly what it is and if you don't think so ask one ask a trump supporter give him three reasons guarantee you're going to hear racism or homophobia or some sort of xenophobia in there guarantee because the people that were supporting him that were just conservatives and wanted to save all their money once he started stealing documents and once he started like all this fraud claims and all this legal abuse and once Rudy Giuliani got involved and started like really shit talking people like in Georgia for miscounting votes, which he admitted he lied about yesterday. So keep an eye on that. Not only is he going to lose his law license in Georgia, he's probably going to go to jail for that. And he's probably going to lose a, a defamation suit and have to pay what remains of his money because he is a big dummy. But ask him, ask your fellow Trump supporters. Give me three reasons. Guarantee you're going to be surprised what you hear. But if you keep that shit quiet, how are you going to know? I don't know. I guess I could tell you. But I'm not going to do that. I found a new band called Annalyn. I never heard of before. And if you haven't, you won't be able to say that tomorrow. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Yeah, man, some butthole servers, because why not? Also, I just realized we're halfway through the, through the summer, and I haven't even played my summer jam yet. Man, I am slipping. Hard Rock Lunch Box. All right, I grabbed this next song, Truth Be Told, because I thought it was Nick D. It's not. It's NF. He has a song called Happy. I can't tell the difference between them. It's not because I don't see color, because apparently... They're both white guys, and I don't know what that has to do with anything about the tea and cost of tea in China, but I'm sure that that's racist, too. Hard Rock Lunch Box. I just want to point out that the Republican-controlled House of Representatives had hearings yesterday on UFOs. Yeah, they don't call them UFOs anymore. They changed the name like some aerial whatever dude. But I like that there are star witnesses they brought to testify 
is someone with tons of credentials for this, right? He worked in the Trump uh, during the Trump presidency in a couple of positions that really would have made him very, very keen to have been a part and been, been able to speak intelligently about these things. But time after time, all he said, well, is he's seen pictures, he's read reports, and he's talked to like 40 people about UFOs. Dude, I have talked to people, 40 people, about UFOs just this year alone, man. It don't make it true. But I thought it was funny that we actually wasted all of our taxpayer time on all that stuff. And one of the coolest things I saw anybody say, uh, on, again, I was watching The Young Turks yesterday. The, the coolest thing I saw anybody actually say about it was that, yo, dude, if you're really super interested in actual aliens and stuff... Let's put way more money into, like, discovering that, and let's fund STEM programs in school so young kids can start learning how to do science so they can actually look for them. Probably could have done a lot with that instead of paying people to sit around and jerk themselves off at a House committee meeting that produced absolutely no results. Although, maybe Tom DeLonge was happy about it. I don't know. Hard. Rock. Lunch. Box. Yeah, Matt, it's time for your weekly craving of the week. To be perfectly honest, I have absolutely no idea what the next Craving Strange release is going to be or when. I'm just a bit out of the loop, and uh, Jimmy and I have not hung out in some time, so maybe I'll be able to rectify that in the coming weeks and months, and then I'll be able to have a little bit more inside information for you. But in the meantime, we've got this. Already a classic, you say? Sure, why not? It's your weekly Craving of the Week. I mean what you say. On the box. Hello. Greeting. Greeting. Hi there. Waiting in line for the right time. It never seems to come. Watching the lights, looking for landslides. Buried under waiting for some. Someone to break these walls, negate these falls Can you just save my life? Give it a try And mean what you say
Fox. I gotta tell you, that was some goddamn show. At, that was Envy on the Coast at the Paramount. I was at that show, and they were just stunningly good, man. They were a really, really good band. But it's time to be done with the box. Yay! That's right, everybody. Get on with your incredibly hot afternoon and remarkably hot weekend. But, man, have yourself a good time if you possibly can. Listen to some good music. Try and be a good person. I know you're a good person. Just let that shine. Don't worry about all the other nonsense that's going on. We'll address it here next week on The Box. See ya. One, two, three. Hard Rock Lunch Box.